Clovercrest Media Group presents a CMG podcast. Keys yeah. to the city. Keys to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know. I crossed up by Kobe. Well, floated Shaq, and then Shaq goes like this, and the rest is history. Pay attention. Don't tell me what to do, devil woman. Speaking of those Lakers, but I, but I hold on, fun. But I didn't make. I didn't make. I said Denver's gonna win. Yeah, you did. You said that. There's no other show like that. Clovercrest is doing great things right now. Streaming everywhere. NCAA is getting back to normal. Teams seem to be settling in and getting back to normal as well. We know Clemson is a very good team. Texas isn't winning any kind of championship. Alabama and Georgia are the real deal, and so is BYU. We're going to debate Ohio State's ranking. We'll talk quarterbacks. Jay, stop sleeping on Mac Jones. We'll make our picks, and as you could imagine, Ovi Munez will not disappoint. Welcome to All Four Downs presented by the Clovercrest Media Group. What an amazing week it was of college football. The Gunslinger, Jace Garcia, Sean Scanlon, Ovi Munez. Uh, what a week of college football. Uh, really exciting games all weekend long. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, indeed. I mean, it was a wild, wild game. But. <laughs> Before I, we talk about these uh, upset games, Joe, a little reminder, it was uh, breaking news earlier today that uh, Bobby Bo- uh, Bowden, the legendary uh, Florida State football coach, was admitted to the hospital once again. Uh, for those of you guys that don't know him or not familiar with the coach, uh, he won two national championships, uh, defeating Nebraska and Virginia Tech, and he's also inducted to the College Football Hall of Fame. Uh, he's under treatment for COVID-19, and so I just ask for everybody that's watching the show, hey, by all means, ensure that you're protecting yourself at all times. Real high recovery rate. TCU in Texas, 30-31 once again. The Big 12 showing their true colors. Once you think they're on top, that team always ends up falling down. I think I called this one, didn't I? Didn't I say uh, TCU would beat Texas? If I didn't, I was definitely thinking that this didn't surprise me. Like I said at the top here, uh, Texas, everybody wants to like Texas, I feel like, every year. And every year they find a way to do what they did this weekend. I think because we see Oklahoma winning almost every year that finally we saw Oklahoma going down two games straight and we all thought that Texas was the team. I mean, Sean, you know, you carry on on this one. People thought Texas was going to run the Big 12. I will. Yeah, I I knew that a lot of people think that obviously with their offense and, you know, the way Sam Ellinger um, has played the last couple of years, they they have the piece on offense. But I always thought that um, Oklahoma State would probably be right behind Oklahoma. Obviously, I didn't expect the two early Oklahoma losses, but Oklahoma State, they just have so much explosiveness on offense with the Chuba Hubbard and a Tylen Wallace. 
um, and Sanders, obviously. So I like their offense a lot. Obviously, um, there's not a lot of defense played in the Big 12. So I, for any team, um, it's not their defense doesn't look great. But if I had to go with one of the offenses I trust in the most is Oklahoma State, and I, I think that they have a realistic shot to um, you know go down and, and win the Big 12 this season. Obviously, with the the struggles we've seen from some of the favorites um, early on. This is the Big 12 uh, as it's been all the, all years past, except Texas has taken the place of Oklahoma here. They get that one early win. Texas normally racks on a couple early wins. Now now they're going into the Red River rivalry this weekend. Now we'll see they who gets the momentum coming out of that. But Oklahoma State, they are this contender early in the season in the Big 12. And then it, it does, they, they do struggle against those the Texases and the Oklahoma. So let's see if they can redeem themselves there. If not, I still do like Texas to come out of the Big 12. But this is just Big 12 at its finest. Right. And look, that's not the only upset that happened this past week. We had uh, Iowa State defeating Oklahoma 37-30. to We also had Tulsa. I definitely called that last one. <laughs> Tulsa <laughs> defeated UCF. I'm sure you called them all, Joe. This one I didn't. I definitely thought yeah. UCF could beat Tulsa. That's an embarrassment for UCF. Uh, had such a uh, was it the second longest home winning streak in the nation. Right, absolutely. And for them to lose this one, we definitely could say that they won't be celebrating being undefeated. But Arkansas defeated uh, Mississippi State, especially when Mississippi State was on a rampage last week, set, uh, setting records for over 600 passing from Costello, and yet we didn't didn't see much of it this past week. We also had NC State defeating Pittsburgh 30 to 29. That wait, night. Wait, can we backtrack a little and say how perfect I've been on Mississippi State all season? First off, I called them beating LSU, and then I told you last week, don't make this team put the wool over your eyes because they aren't that good. And now they're dropping to here. I like KJ Costello. I like Mike Leach. I like this offense. But this team is not a for real contender in the SEC. But right. NC State over Pittsburgh. That was a surprise for me. I thought Pittsburgh was going to actually handle some business. But uh, a close game. But they snuck up by one point. The game of the week. Georgia just put it on Auburn. Yes, I'm going to gloat because that's the team that I support the most. Georgia proved everybody shut the media down when it said, hey, we can't play defense. And it showed they stopped Auburn. Any comments there? It was a great game. It's definitely the game of the weekend. Uh, I think Georgia has to feel good about itself. You know, it's one thing to win a home game against Auburn. be another thing. It had to be a road game. But they got to feel good about themselves. They're a great team. I don't think anybody anybody thinks that they're not. I don't know who in the media was disputing uh, how good their defense was. Maybe they were. Did you feel like that was really happening? I didn't really feel like that was an issue. I was really more concerned with who the quarterback was going to be and how that might work out for them. Auburn obviously didn't have their best game, but Georgia's pretty good. Are they better than Florida? Verdict's out. I believe that they are, and I will prove it to you. I will prove it to you in a couple of weeks. I will. But uh, hey, in the a next... couple of weeks, fake news. Fake news. I that's when they play Florida. Look, look, listen. We're, we're going to talk about this here too. But look at the QBs in the SEC this year. You got the Mac Joneses. You got uh, the, the Stenson Bennett's. You got the Kyle Trask. These aren't the gunsling. These aren't the number one overall picks 
you're going to find in the NFL. These are just good game-managing quarterbacks who are put in systems and have the tools around them to succeed. And, yes, they go off, and, yes, they do have these games, these big games where they are succeeding. But I think that is more towards the talent around them. Like Kyle Trask has Kyle Pitts, who might be the best player in the nation at tight end right now. And then you got Waddle and Smith making Mac Mac Jones look fantastic. So I, I don't know the, – the, the problem I have with your, with those guys is I don't know how much talent – how much of it is their own talent. Because with Tua, you could see, even though he had all these weapons, he was still making phenomenal throws. And they are making the throws, but how much of it is Mac Jones, Kyle Trask doing – making good throws, and how much of it is Kyle Pitts, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith – making the, the plays to get open or to get the ball in their hands. Look, the bottom line is is that Alabama has a lot of weapons and they don't have to go to one receiver. Compared to Florida, who they just have one guy that's catching all the balls. You can't do that against the Georgia defense. It's not going to happen. That's why I'm saying I'm confident that Georgia will run over Florida. It is going to happen. I was convinced I was a little worried at the beginning, but Florida has nothing in the tank. The way Georgia play against Auburn – You're going to see the same result going against Florida, but that's within a couple of weeks here. But Alabama, now that we're talking about Alabama, you got to give respect to Mac Jones because he's doing it every single week. His numbers is up to par, and he should be considered as a Heisman candidate right now just because the way he is performing. Joe? Yeah, well, I'd like to indict Jace Garcia at this moment, if I can, who wrote a really excellent article uh, on his uh, Heisman hopefuls and completely ignores Mac Jones, which is just a travesty. Um, We're proud to have Jace writing these great articles for Clovercrest Media Sports, but um, you really you let down the fans. Listen, I broke it down by conference. And my pick for the SEC was the person who's playing the best football in the two weeks of the SEC we've seen. And the best player on any any field in the southeastern United States is Kyle Pitt. And that's why I picked him. Dark horse tight end. He would be the first tight end to be even invited to the Heisman ceremony since 1997. And you included that guy over the starting yes. quarterback for an undefeated. Okay. I'm just, yes, cause, so I'm just cause asking. Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle, they could also find themselves in, in the Heisman talks. But I, I think Kyle Pitt is a real heart and soul of that offense. And I think Florida is going to do very well. And they might even find themselves coming out of the SEC when all is said and done. I noticed you got Zach Wilson in, the, in there, though. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we're definitely like going to talk about him. Uh, Lighten it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about him. Don't worry. That's we interesting will. that you would, uh, you'd include your guy and not an actual good quarterback <laughs> at a top program. I'm just saying. It's an interesting. Who, who's, um, doing better? who's doing better this year, Mac Jones or Kyle Pitts? Who's going to win a national championship this year? Hmm. Uh, Clemson and Trevor Lawrence. That's why he was my front runner in the well, Let's see what happens when they play Alabama. Okay. All right. Absolutely. Then talk about numbers. We see Mac Jones putting up over 400 yards of passing, 
four touchdown passes, going 20 for 27. Shane Buscelli, which was never mentioned, SMU, over 300. He had five total touchdowns. All right, of course, Trevor Lawrence is there. And, of course, LSU, which is their rebuilding, but you can't dismiss uh, Miles on that one. Uh, but, hey, no worries. No worries. But the biggest topic here, we want to talk about quarterbacks, is a comment made by Mike Greenberg on the Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin show. And he stated, if I were Trevor Lawrence and the Jets have the first pick in the draft, you would have to think long and hard about staying at Clemson. Remind you that Trevor is a junior who still is able to have one more year with Clemson. Joe, I'll start with you here and then Sean and Big Jace. Well, uh, I'll point out that Mike Greenberg is a Jets fan and a moron. <laughs> um, the Jets won't have the first pick in the draft because the New York Giants are going to have that. And there's a really good chance that I think Trevor Lawrence could be in the big blue. We briefly touched on that earlier tonight on our other podcast, John, about the G-Men. Uh, you know, I, I, Mike Greenberg... I, I'm I'm not sure why we have to still put up with this guy. Uh, I don't know if he knows he was the uh, unlikable of the mics, <laughs> and his opinion is is nonsensical. And to hate your team that much that you don't want them to draft Trevor Lawrence because you think it'll hurt him, it just shows what an idiot he is. What I mean, what I don't even understand what that even means. And why in God's name would Trevor Lawrence turn down millions of dollars to play another year at Clemson and risk the chance of injury or death when we're living through a global pandemic? I think it shows how out of touch and how idiotic Mike Greenberg is. And it's no wonder Mike Golick hated his, his guts. And yet Mike is on a job and the other Mike is gone. He retired. So. Oh, if you want to say that he retired, but uh, go ahead, Sean. Um, I'm actually gonna I'm gonna disagree with Joe on this one. Um, it's not that I don't think the way he worded it. It's not obviously the Jets. Uh, it's not that they don't want Trevor Lawrence. Obviously, they would take Trevor Lawrence. The fact that Trevor Lawrence doesn't want to go in an organization who is easily the worst run organization in the NFL right now. Other than the Giants, they've been the biggest joke for the past five to ten years. They haven't sniffed the playoffs in at least ten years. They haven't sniffed the Super Bowl in sixty plus years. They're an absolute joke. So I, in with the way that their front office is run, with Adam Gase, you know, being maybe the worst offensive mind in NFL history, close to it with him being the head coach, uh, with the lack of weapons that they have there, with the terrible offensive line that they have there, um, I, I see why Greeny made these comments and. I think that it, it really would have to be an evaluation for Trevor Lawrence. Um, Please don't thanks. call him greeny. That's like a term of endearment. I don't think. I don't think we're trying to. I don't think we're trying to do that. All right, Michael. Michael Greenberg. Man, he even added Michael into this. So I like. Yeah. It. <laughs> I mean, I I agree. I can see what what he's saying. Um, I think Trevor Lawrence will definitely have to think about it if he knows that the Jets are going to have the number one pick. Obviously, they need a QB with the way that Sam Darnold has been playing in his first couple of years. Um, I think that he realistically, he, he would think about it. Hey, do I want to go back to, you know, coach Dabo, maybe one, win another national championship, maybe solidify myself as the best college football quarterback of all time. But uh, you do make some good points with the injury 
and um, you know, want to get your money as soon as you can because obviously he's a can't miss prospect. I, I get those points, but uh, I do agree. If if I were the top QB prospect coming out in a while, I wouldn't want to enter the NFL to go play for the lows of the the New York Jets. Do you think Joe Burrow wanted to play for the Bengals? Do you think Tua wanted to get drafted by the Dolphins? I mean, come on. Well, I think Tua, I think Tua got looked out because he did want to go to Miami. My point is, is I think name, a quarterback, name a quarterback that stayed in because so he wouldn't get drafted and, 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 and don't go back to the mid-80s or something. Nope. No one's doing that anymore. We live in a we live in a society of instant gratification now. Do you think that this kid is going to be like you know what? I'd like to win another. What does he need another national championship for? Listen, he, when you're listen when you're the top quarterback in a draft, you are going to a crappy team. Yes. It's just the way it works. Some teams are set up a lot better with the number one pick, though, than others. And when's New the York- last time a team drafted number one, and it was just a quarterback away, snapped up their guy, and won a Super Bowl? Well, I, I wouldn't say number one pick, but I'll, I'll say number two pick last year. The 49ers, they already had a great defense. Their QB was hurt the year before that, and they go and get Nick Bosa and add to him, and then make the Super Bowl the next no, year. We're talking about QBs. Oh, we're talking about I mean, QBs. Also, also, quarterbacks. Yeah, but I'm just saying that it, there's there's um, I mean there's like things there there's it's happened before. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> you, you, you build around a quarterback, quarterback. Joe, you got him stuttering, Joe. I, 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 I think to think of the word, but <laughs> it, it takes time to develop a quarterback. Well, so, I'm gonna ask you this. But listen, my my point is this: Peyton Manning. There were people that said to Peyton Manning, dude, hopefully Ryan Leaf goes number one so you don't have to go to Indianapolis. How'd that turn out? You're, you're right with that. That's they're going to get money. Here. They're playing football to get money. They're they're going to go to the NFL, get paid millions of dollars to do what they love to do. They're it doesn't gonna matter who they're franchise and become a hero in that city. That's what happens. That's why when when you're a yes. number – dude, now the Jets. what was the expectation with Baker Mayfield? I mean, I remember how shocked everybody was when Baker went number one overall. We thought that we thought the Browns were going to ruin Sam Darnold's life or Josh Allen's life. Nobody thought Baker Mayfield, and as it turned out, a horribly stupid pick in hindsight. That whole draft they botched. Well, let me add this comment real quick. If I was Trevor Lawrence. I'll be wishing to go to the NFL. And if it's the worst team that there is, guess what? He'll be responsible to turning that team around and make history. The Giants are any more appealing than the Jets are at this point. Right. And exactly. And you want to talk about the Giants here. Well, check this out. Here we go. Which team should Trevor Lawrence go? Should, Should the Giants finish at maybe to get the number one draft pick? Should they get Trevor Lawrence to the New York Giants? Listen, this is all the way down the road. Uh, I, we've talked about it two weeks straight on the John about the G-Men. I'm, I'm already kind of getting fed up with it. But, no, it's not going to be the Giants. Uh, we still have a whole season of football. I think the best bet here is probably the Jaguars getting Trevor Lawrence. And it doesn't matter wherever he goes. It doesn't matter who it is. This, I, I, I hate this crap because 
screw that Greenberg quote. Like it's enough of this woe is me Jets fans and Mets fans. You, you do that crap and it's it's so ridiculous. Enough of that. And then wherever Tra- Trevor Gor- Lawrence goes, he's going to go, he's going to compete, and he's going to make a team better. He's just that type of player. And it doesn't matter. He'll benefit any team he goes to. It doesn't matter who. My pick, though, is I think he's going to the Jags. If I- Big Jace, Big Jace, you are absolutely right. Whatever team Trevor Lawrence is going to go to is going to make the team better. And I'm telling you right now, that with the organization like the Giants, you know, the people there did not pick Daniel Jones, okay? And I'm going to tell you right now, if the Giants do not succeed this year, I expect Trevor Lawrence to be there. But as you can see, it highlighted there, Jets, Giants, Falcons, Washington, and Minnesota. Those, I say, have more potential of getting them. But you mark my words, if the Giants get the number one pick, they will not pass on him. Go ahead, Joe. I think what's interesting here is, I mean, look, if we're if we're being honest, the Jets, Texans, Giants, Falcons, none of those teams needs a quarterback, technically. Oh. Neither do the Dolphins, the Bengals, the Chargers, the Eagles, technically, the Cowboys, technically, the Lions, so, I mean, realistically, the Vikings, the Jaguars, Broncos, and Eagles. Don't. But here's the interesting thing. I don't think any of the teams I just mentioned are going to have the number one overall pick, which makes you wonder about a possible trade scenario. I mean, yeah. I mean, we all Somebody's going to want to move up for that number one spot, probably, assuming he does what he's got to do this year to get to get Trevor Lawrence. I, I, I think one team that uh, I think one team you guys weren't bringing up is the Falcons. Uh, Matt Ryan hasn't looked good this season, uh, especially on Monday night. He looked terrible. Falcons have all the weapons in the world, and they have a good shot of getting the number one pick. The w- the way how bad their defense has been playing. So if they could pair, pair Trevor Lawrence with Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones and Hayden Hurst, Todd Gurley, that whole offense. And they get the number one overall pick. I don't. I think I would jump all over that, especially with Matt Ryan getting older in age. Um, you, you could have him behind uh, Trevor Lawrence, you know, to be a good veteran for him. But I, I think that would be a perfect situation for Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, and look, Justin Fields. No one's talking about him yet. Ohio State hasn't started playing yet, but they will be in two weeks. So what's not to say that we might see these two quarterbacks in New York? I'll start talking about Justin Fields in two weeks. Until then, um, I don't know. I mean, I think the Jets realistically will evaluate things when this season's over, and then they should. Third year, you got to. I do think, and I I kind of agree with the idea that Giants shouldn't or, or, or probably wouldn't make a move since this is really going to technically be year one, one and a half, one and three quarters by the time it's over. So I think there's a better chance the Jets make a move than the Giants do to get a quarterback. You're right. You're muted again, Ovi. Yeah, this mute button. I got you. But uh, let's move on. Here's the standings that's happening right now in the ACC. We have Clemson, Miami, North Carolina, Virginia Tech, all four of them undefeated. Uh, Joe, who you see for the for these uh, top two teams for the ACC? Well, I mean, Clemson's the clearly the class of the league. Um, 
I, I like Miami, but I think Miami's going to lose this week. So that's that's tough. Uh, Carolina looks good for sure. Uh, Notre Dame certainly a team to watch out for, and I think that's about it. All right. Well, in American Sean, uh, SMU and Cincinnati they're on the top of uh, all this. Do you think uh, SMU could run run with this? I think they could. Um... I think Cincinnati is a, a really good team as well, though. I think uh, they're very, very equal um, to each other. I, I, they both have uh, really good offenses, but I'd I give SMU the slight advantage right now. Um, the way that Shane Buchel has been playing um, is just tremendous. He, he had a really strong year last year. He just continued it into this year. Uh, they're 4-0 right now, and I, I think Cincinnati is probably the only team that could slow him down. Maybe UCF um, or maybe Tulsa, the, like, like we talked about before, they've been playing pretty impressive, but – I think SMU will, uh, is going to take the American this year, and I, I think it will be the, the top two teams out of there right now I think will be probably in the championship game. Well, the good news is, is that Houston will actually play their very first game this weekend, so stay Hopefully. tuned to that one. That's true. But, That's true. But, all right, and then let's move to Big J's with the Big 12. We have Oklahoma State, Iowa State, Kansas State, 2-0 in their conference. Any one of them or anybody else that could take over that conference? Uh, this is a mess right now. It looks like Oklahoma State is the front runner. Um, I, I expect Texas to fight their way back, but I, I also do like Iowa State as like the Baylor was last year in the Big Twelve. They they are the one team that plays while while they struggled their first week. They're the one team that plays a decent defense. So I think w once you start throwing that into the equation, they might knock off some of these other teams. Yeah, and I, I, I think I'm leaning on to TCU on this one. But, uh, hey, there's still a lot of football to be played uh, in that conference. And then we got the SEC. I'll be biased. I know I will. But I got a gut feeling Alabama and Georgia will be in the SEC championship. Uh, many believe that Florida should be in there. We just have to wait and see in a couple of weeks between Georgia and Florida. This week will be interesting because we have Georgia and Tennessee to match up at the game of the week. Uh, any thoughts, Joe, on who should represent the East? Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, th I think your your Georgia Bulldogs are a very good football team. If if the offense is settled and, and uh, uh, JT Daniels is the quarterback going forward, you know, uh, I still kind of like Florida, though. I'm not going to lie to you. And I know you don't want to hear that. but No, I, I mean, know. I – I said it before that it's going to be either Georgia and Florida, but from what I've seen at least these couple of games, I think Georgia is going to stop them. That defense is is a is a big threat. And, and uh, hey, don't discount Tennessee. Tennessee's playing some solid football, and they might have the best O line in the nation right now. They well, might. Tennessee, but we'll find out. Though, and Tennessee tends to do what Tennessee does, so. Mm -hmm. Just like Texas, but they like to do it a little Longest more. Longest closer to midseason <laughs> in, the, in the FBS. And then, hey, so the last couple of weeks, we keep hearing Jay talk about BYU. I see at the start of our show, he was talking about BYU. So I want to, I want to ask you straight up, Big Jace, do BYU have a chance to make it to the college playoffs? Listen, uh, I'm going to be frank with you. No, not at all. They, they favor uh, the Power 5 teams, and th that's just how it is. BYU, they don't have the, – their strength schedule isn't that good. 
Uh, obviously, the one-ranked opponent being Army. I do think by the time they play Boise State, Boise State might have a number next to their name. That's going to be a big game. But uh, even if BYU, I'm not saying they're going to go undefeated. I really like their team this year. Really solid defense, solid offense headed by uh, Zach Wilson, who is a Heisman candidate. Uh, I, I, I'm interested to see what this what comes out of this. I, there are some tough games. But even if they do go undefeated, the, the committee's not going to look at them. They might get a New Year's Six Bowl. So we're talking about the Heisman here. You kept on saying Zach Smith. Joe. With this schedule here, does he benefit of being a Heisman winner? Well, yeah. I mean, look, first of all, he's done what he's had to do. Look at the numbers. Look at the scores of these games. I mean, BYU has dominated their opponents, and if they can continue to dominate, they happen to have a couple of big games in this schedule. And and I disagree with you, Jace. I think if they do go undefeated, I think they, I think they put – college football in a bind and and again as long as you're taking care of business and dispatching of opponents like they've been doing i think it's going to be hard to keep them out but one loss bye-bye believe me yeah. if they, they go undefeated and don't get in the, I'm, I'm going to be that ucf guy i'm going to say byu's the national champions if they don't get i will in the- i would go along with you on that okay. because I, I i don't think it's i don't think it's fair at all um, All right. Well, hey, here's the rankings for each and one of us. Uh, I'll start with myself. I picked Alabama to be number one just because, you know, they play a ranked team. You know, they their, their schedule is harder. And compared to Clemson, I think Alabama deserves to be number one. Uh, Jason, Joe, you got Florida over Georgia. Uh, I think we beat up on that already. Uh, Sean, you have Ohio State as number three. What's your reason on this? Uh, I think that, you know, when we a program like Ohio State, I, I don't think we have to see them to know that they're going to be at the top of the ranks. Um, obviously, bringing Justin Fields back. They do lose some, some big players from last year on defense with Okuda and Chase Young, but they always have one of the top recruiting class in the nation, so they'll be back strong. Um, I just think that they're going to run away with the, the Big Ten this year. I think the only people that will give them somewhat of a fight is, uh, you know, Penn State, maybe Michigan, but – we, we know how Ohio State's been in the Big Ten the past couple of years, so I, I didn't feel like I needed to see them before. I, I felt comfortable putting them in the top four. So that's my, uh, that's my reason. a question. I see, Joe. Joe I hope you don't steal my thunder, Joe, but go ahead. First of all, let me, let me tell everybody something. I love Sean, and I think Sean uh, knows college football better than I do. I, I, I really do. He's, uh, he's, he's, an, he's an ace. Where would you have LSU ranked preseason? Preseason, I uh, believe number eight. Number eight, and, and where do you have them now? Um, uh, sixteen or seventeen. I have to check. Okay, so is it fair to say that you do need to see a team play though before you can rank them, or you could get burned as LSU just proved? I well, I think it's different when pretty much every starter on your defense and offense leaves, but when only a couple of your best players leave, I, I think you could you could handle that. Third is I just think I I didn't a little, a little yeah. much. I Georgia it was very close. I was gonna put them number four, but because I I think Georgia's defense is legit. I agree with Ovi that I think that they're better than Florida. Um, they get if they get the running game going and if they get JT Daniels involved. Um, even if not, Bennett looked good enough last week, not turning the ball over. So that that was the only really close one I had. But uh, I I feel comfortable putting Ohio State in my top four right now. 
I Listen. felt putting Ohio State in the top five, having not played when those teams, at least the ones in my top five, have all been outstanding, I thought would have been a disservice to Ohio's. It would have been a disservice to, uh, to college football. I, I have no problem. I mean, again, I know Ohio State's really, really good. I get that, Sean, big time. And I thought, and that's why I put him sixth. I thought you're gonna have to earn your way into my top five at this point because I've already seen, I've already seen these other teams, and I like what I see. To just hand it a top five spot, I don't know, buddy. I think you should rethink that. You know what's gonna be funny? <laughs> I'm, just I'm just joking. Uh, you know it's gonna be funny if. It. You know, this pandemic, we've seen a lot of weird stuff in college football already. So many ranked teams losing. But can you imagine if this is the year for Michigan to top Ohio State? Just oh, because it's an eight-game season? Imagine that, though. I'm just saying. I'm not saying it's going to happen. But can you imagine Michigan just overthrow Ohio State this year? 2020 is the definitely the year where Michigan could beat Ohio State. Because any other year, they won't. <laughs> You're right. Especially if they, especially in years where you think they might, they won't. So maybe. Maybe it is. So this is our top 10. We have Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, and Florida as a top four with Notre Dame and Ohio State, which we'll be playing in a couple of weeks. And then this is our top 25. Uh, again, uh, any surprises here? Um, who who had Oklahoma ranked still? I still had Oklahoma ranked. No, I honestly had. Right. I mean, because they started, you know, on top. They were the top four in the beginning of the season. Then they just fell off. They lost two games. I got it. But they'll bounce back. But uh, I'm surprised how big jump SMU got to number 13. Yeah, I, I had them in my. I was the only one to have them in my top ten because because I didn't have Ohio State and I I made a deal with myself uh, to not include Big Ten or Pac twelve teams in my top ten and only have one per each until they start playing football. So uh, I had SMU in there. Uh, they played really good against Memphis and got a big win under their belts in Memphis. So I expect them to rise up. I wish I could white out number 24 on my screen right now because I think, <laughs> I think this is a really great top 25 otherwise. And I like the fact that uh, Ohio State ends up sitting at number six. It, 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 what I literally just said, I, I think nails it. Earned your way in. I like North Carolina being in the top 10. I think they're actually good enough. Uh, and that is a good SMU team for sure. Um, I also, I would point out, uh, Jace, I had BYU in my top 10. Yes, you did. I'm on, I'm on your BYU train, brother. I love them. Let's go. All they didn't play nobody. They didn't play nobody. Yeah, but you know what? Everybody they have played, they've murdered. And if you do that, that's good. You play who's me. on the schedule. You play who's on that, the schedule. So what you're telling me is there's just another Notre Dame team, so when they do play at SEC, then they won't be able is to score. 55 that's fine. That's fine. Zero, 10? Is that not Yo, good enough? Any, any team could do the same thing. Zero. Any SEC team will do the same thing against Troy. Come on. Come on. But, hey, it's time for some picks right now. Wait, why and is before that I do that, word on the matter? How does that happen? No, listen. Let him, How let does he do, do that? that? Exactly. No. 
Choice. Yeah, that's right. But I want to give big ups to Michael Robert Tipton, our biggest supporter on the show. Thank you for listening to us. He's a Miners fan, UTEP, and he thinks that uh, they'll defeat LA Tech. Uh, Louisiana Tech so we'll see if, if if that's the real deal this week uh, but hey here we go hey Ovi I'm not I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to BYU right picks, that's just though. one team baby Looking just one picks, team though. yeah Looking yeah yeah picks, so before we go on Jace I want to say is the most luckiest man this past week oh, yeah. because Ole Miss in Kentucky, if it wasn't for that kicker to to miss that point after of that touchdown, we could have been we could have had Kentucky winning. Let's put it that way. Could and then Western, Kent, Western Kentucky versus Mid Tennessee, that was a close game. Anyone could have won, but unfortunately, Middle Tennessee didn't have enough for the tank. They lost by a little. But hey, Jace went seven and four this past week. Congratulations! He has a five game lead on us. And that goes into our picks, our first game. Yes, Tulane versus Houston. This is a pick game. This is Houston's first game. And Jay, since you uh, won and you continue to win, hopefully this is the last time you win, uh, you go first. Uh, I, I normally like Tulane. I, I don't like Tulane this year. They're... they're uh... I don't think that they're that good, but them having games up kind of makes me rethink it. But I'm going to go Dana Holgerson and the Fighting uh, Cougars at Houston to get the win at home here in their first game. Hopefully they play. All right, go ahead, Sean. Yeah, this uh, this one is pretty tough for me to pick. Um, I'm going to go with Tulane just based on the reason that Houston hasn't played yet. Um, we don't know what they're going to look like out there on the field for their first week. So I think it will be a close game because uh, Holgerson usually has Houston a uh, pretty well-run program, but uh, I think Tulane will win uh, maybe by a field goal here. I feel like Houston is destined to win. They're all geared up. They've been working out every week, getting ready for games that don't seem to happen. It would be so unfortunate for Houston if they were to lose this game. I'm going to pick them. Because I feel like if I give him the mojo, maybe it happens. Mm-hmm. You're muted again. The you. mojo, huh? Yeah. Well, I agree. I, I pick Houston in this one. Uh, I won't say it's a no-brainer, but let's see what Houston has, being that this is their first game. They're fresh, so we'll see what happens here. Uh, another pick here is Louisville at Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech is bad. Louisville, decent. Louisville all the way. I, yeah, I agree with Jace. Um, Louisville isn't the best in the ACC, but uh, they're at least here to play some competitive games. Um, I don't believe in Georgia Tech after you know their their one win. They haven't done much since that, so I, I'm going to go with Louisville on the road here. Yeah, this seems like uh, an easy pick for Louisville. Absolutely, Louisville it is. And now we start talk about our spread here. Game of the week: Tennessee at Georgia. Georgia's favorite at 13 points. Uh, because we're picking with the spread, I'm going Tennessee here. I think Georgia will win. 
Um, I, I just don't see uh, Tennessee play solid defense. They, they, like I mentioned earlier, they might have the best O-line in the country. I think they'll be able to run the ball, eat up some clock. This is going to be a low-scoring game. I don't think Georgia gets its offense clicking like it has the past couple games. I mean, they struggled the first game, really starting to get it going in the second half. Uh, I think this is a low-scoring game, and Tennessee covers, but Georgia wins. I agree with what Jay said. Um, two great defenses, so I, I think it will be a low-scoring game. I think Tennessee will be able to keep it within 10 points. Um, so I'll take Tennessee with the points, but uh, I, I think that Georgia will get the win. Does it make a difference if I take Tennessee and say I think they're going to win? No. Go for Can it. Can I be penalized? I mean, I get to 13, right? Yeah. Yeah. If, if you want to pick Tennessee, to Tennessee. I have, a, I have a weird feeling. I don't know why. It just sort of came over me. Uh, just like what me. happened last week. I know. I know. And yeah. I proved you wrong last week. Georgia games and I'm going to prove you wrong. Yeah. I mean, Jay said it before. I mean, Tennessee, you know, it's a good team. And your final verdict is? Tennessee. I'm going to take Tennessee. <laughs> All right. Georgia six. Well, Georgia will Georgia cover. I think that's what he wanted to ask. I'm gonna tell you, James. Yes, Georgia will cover because listen, we found the right quarterback for the offense. They're explosives, and I'm telling you what, that defense is gonna stop Tennessee's run game. They're gonna force him to throw the ball. We will see at least two interceptions. One of them running back for a touchdown. Georgia will beat them, and they will beat them more than two touchdowns, guaranteed. Okay. All right, Florida, favorite at six and a half versus Texas A&M. Oh, Texas A&M played so bad last week. Uh, I expect them to bounce back a little, but I think Florida is really, really good, and they're going to cover with ease. This might even be a two-touchdown game. Uh, I like Kyle Pitts. Uh, he might be the best player in the nation at tight end or, or at any position. Uh, Kyle Trask loves throwing the ball to him, getting the ball in his hands, making him make plays. Florida will cover easily. They'll just destroy the Aggies. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna go with the Aggies in this one with the point. I think Florida will win the game, but I do think Texas a will cover. I think it will. Uh, I think they'll, they'll maybe lose by a field goal. Um, obviously, they struggle against Alabama and their great defense, but Florida's defense hasn't been too hot. Um, giving up a lot of points and a lot of yards. So I think it will be a shootout all game. I think it will be a lot of offense. But um, So I think Florida will get the win. I think Texas A&M uh, will cover, though, with the six and a half. I think Florida wins this game by a touchdown. So I'll take Florida, and I say they cover. I agree with you, Joe. I, uh, close game, uh, touchdown, or maybe by two, 10 points. But I got Florida winning. And we'll move on to Texas at Oklahoma. Despite them being one and two, Oklahoma's favorite over Texas by a one and a half. That is so dangerous right here. That's Very it. dangerous. That's, uh, I mean, it's, it's based off the history. Uh, Oklahoma's been dominant, but this isn't a normal Oklahoma team. Uh, they don't have the tools that they, they have had in the past. Uh, I expect Texas to come in, get this win. Uh, Sam Ellinger is still really is still really good. It sucks that he doesn't have a defense behind him. But he will light it up. Uh, I expect Texas to get the win here. I agree. I think Texas will win. I, I think it will be a statement win too. I think that they have a chance to win by maybe um, two touchdowns. 
I think Sam Ellinger will get this offense rolling and um, get some momentum uh, moving into the middle of the Big 12, uh, in, into the middle of the big part or middle of the season for Big 12 and uh, try and make their name for number one spot in the Big 12. But I, I think that they'll win. Uh, Oklahoma and Texas. Hmm. Okay, is there a way this game ends in a tie? No. They'll just go into bad. overtime. I like that. Like Different than the NFL. 58-58 tie. Um, I don't know. I feel like Oklahoma, uh, I don't know. Is Oklahoma going to lose a third game? That is the is that question. Bad? Probably. I mean, OV really loves his Oklahoma. I won't say I love him, but uh... well, you put him in the top twenty-five. I think you are forced to pick him this week. I'm going to take Texas because you're crazy. Well, then I'll call me crazy, baby. You know what I mean? <laughs> because I don't see uh, Oklahoma losing three in a row. So I'm going to take Oklahoma and the points. And uh, not a lot of points there to to give. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so even if Oklahoma wins by field goal, I'm still winning. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, my bad. Hey, did I skip anything? Oh, here we go. Virginia Tech at North Carolina. Carolina's favorite five and a half. Uh, Virginia Tech's taking a big hit uh, with their star cornerback, Caleb Farley, choosing to sit out uh, due to COVID. Um, they are still pretty good, uh, but I think uh, North Carolina is just a class above them as far as ACC competition goes. And uh, I expect North Carolina at home, lay the points, cover it, the, the, win pretty big. I, I think it's a really good matchup. Uh, I think it will go down to the wire. Um, I'd... I, I'm going to take Virginia, Virginia Tech with the points. I think that they'll lose maybe by a field goal or, or a point, but I don't know. I think it will be really close down to the wire. Um, I think North Carolina will pull it out at home, but I, I'll give Virginia Tech the points. Uh, Virginia Tech likes to run the football, and North Carolina is good at stopping it. I think it's going to be a great game. I do think North Carolina will win this game by a touchdown, though, so give me the Tar Heels. I agree with you. I'm going for the Tar Heels myself. Uh, Coastal Carolina at Louisiana. Louisiana's Hold on. I have favorite. to say, I hate that you're agreeing with all my picks. It, it doesn't bode well. Technically, we've disagreed on only two, but okay. But uh, Louisiana is favorite here at seven points. <laughs> this, <I'm counting. laughs> this is going to be my upset of the week. I will bet you I was the only person to have Coastal Carolina in their top 25. They're undefeated. Okay, all right, nice, Sean. They're undefeated. They have a solid quarterback. but He, he can throw the damn ball. Uh, I like Coastal Carolina to come in and set the tone, let Louisiana know what, what's truly up in the Sun Belt. I, I agree with Jace. I think uh, Coastal Carolina is a team that a lot of people are sleeping on, um, maybe a lot of people don't know about right now. But uh, I had Coastal Carolina in my rankings. I had them at number 23. I had Louisiana at number 24. I think Coastal Carolina is just a little bit better. And I think they're, they're going to prove this in this game. I'm going to go with the upset. And I think Coastal Carolina's got a chance to win by maybe 10 or 14 points. Uh, I don't know. I mean, this Coastal Carolina team's putting up 44 points a game. 
It's uh, it's hard to not like them, especially when they're getting seven points. I think I'll take Coastal Carolina. Uh, you guys don't know what y'all talking about, man. In this game, they played last year. They played at South Carolina, and Louisiana beat that ass forty-eight to seven. So give me Louisiana. That's that's last year. And they're going to do it again. They ain't going to be no different. It's not going to be a flip flop. They're going to win. You could count. You could book it. Let's put it that way. All right. UTSA at BYU. This is Jace's favorite. 34. Damn. That's a, that's that's a big a number. Big spread. Oh, what happened? What? Go, let's go. Let's go. We got this all day. It's a 50 point game. <laughs> BYU, Zach Wilson, all the way. Screw the Roadrunners. Yeah, I love the energy, Jace. Uh, I'm not going to match that, but I do think I'm going to agree with you, though. Um, that is a very high number, 34, but uh, I think they'll I think they'll just get it done. I think they'll win by 35, win by five touchdowns, so I'll, I'll go with the Cougars this week. Um, let's try 56 nothing BYU. Put it in the books and watch BYU slowly climb closer to my top five. Let's go. Look, I've went against BIU before and uh, not successful when it comes to the spread. But this time, only this time, that's too big of a number, man. Ooh. But I'll, I'll take BYU. Can it be 28? I would have been convinced. But 34, I'll take BYU on this one. It hurts me, man. It hurts me. Arkansas at Auburn. They're Auburn's favorite, 16 and a half. Uh, Auburn's going to bounce back. I, I think they covered the number here. Uh, Arkansas, I, I don't think they're that good. They, they played uh, all right against Georgia in the first half, uh, week one, and then they obviously got the pretty big upset against Mississippi State. Uh, I don't think they're a real deal, and I think Auburn will bounce back, win decisively over Arkansas, and uh, cover the spread. I think Auburn will just slightly uh, cover. I think that they'll win by probably 17, maybe 20. Um, I, I just don't really believe in Auburn that much. I'm not a huge Bo Nix guy, but um, their defense is still legit. I, I also don't really think that Arkansas is that special. Uh, Mississippi State played terrible last week. They were, they were able to get the win, but I, I don't believe in them too much. So I think Auburn will just slightly um, cover the points, the 16 and a half here. I'm going to take Arkansas because I do think this game's going to be close. I think Auburn wins it by, say, 12. I And I'll tell you, you know, the, the, the way they played last week in the first half, I expect to see some of that again. I, I think it'll be a tough first half. I think Auburn will definitely uh, win the game with another strong second half. Well, Bo Nix, you better believe that he's going to take Auburn and they're going to win over 30 points over Arkansas because that's exactly what they did last year and that's exactly what they're going to continue to do this year. Wait, what there year is go. it, Obi? <laughs> what year ben, is this? 20, ben, 2020, 20, baby. 2020. Damn right. Okay, and Auburn's still the same team as last year. And yet, we're, we're, you're picking eventually Arkansas, but Arkansas is not that good. I didn't say they were. But you picked them. I like the points. 
I'm a gambling man. Well, then keep gambling, because I'm going to take your money. <laughs> Go take your money. Kansas State at TCU. TCU's favorite at eight points. Um, ooh, this one's rough. Uh... I'm going to go TCU here at home. Uh, they're in the letdown spot, though. But also, I, I don't think Kansas State is as good as they're really playing right now. They got big wins, but uh, TCU. I'm going to go Kansas State on this one. I, I think they, they might win outright, honestly. Um, Scott Skyler Thompson's been playing pretty good. Um, TCU, uh, look, Duggan, Duggan's been playing well for them, but... I just don't know about them. I don't know if they're going to bring that energy again um, after a huge, huge game where uh, they they come up and beat Texas. I don't know if they'll be able to match that energy again this week coming home. So I like Kansas State here. I think they have, they have a chance to win outright, and I think that they'll definitely um, cover the minus eight. I'm with you, Sean. I love this KSU team. I think they're better than they look, and I don't understand what Jace is even talking about. What does that even mean? How do you how do you knock a how do you have two big wins like like they don't mean anything? Because Big Twelve about? is messy football. Yeah, it's like polishing a turd, bro. No, I'm sorry to say that's not how this works. Teams build off a of momentum. Yeah, okay. teams build right. off a of momentum, and this team's better. Here, here's what you don't consider, which I find fascinating: the idea that maybe. Kansas State's a good team. Hasn't registered in your brain at all, apparently. You don't want to think that at all. Can't be that. They're going to show you this week, and they're going to show TCU. I don't think anyone in the Big 12 is a good team after the quality of football they play. No, the teams you like, like Texas. We'll see. Yeah. Believe it. You saw it with your eyes, oh. bro. Believe it. This is, this is Roman Reigns now and uh, Bo Dallas of WWE. You believe. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to believe that it's going to be craziness in this game because it's a big 12. You never know what you're going to get, right? And uh, both games that uh, TCU's played has been at, in a small margin. And even though I believe that TCU is going to win this game at home, I think I'm giving the points to Kansas State. I think it's going to be a three-point game. Either way, Kansas State, I take Kansas State with the points. So Miami at Clemson, favorite at 14 points. And even, even with Miami having uh, King as a quarterback, 14 points. This is this is interesting. Um, the, I don't. I, I'm gonna go Clemson to cover here. Uh, they're dominant, number one team in the country. Uh, Trevor Lawrence only has one loss on his whole career at Clemson, and that was last year's national championship. Uh, yeah, I, I like it too much. Uh, and my, Clemson, like they'll be able to handle the Eric King. This might be a shootout. No, won't. No, won't. Clemson's defense is good enough. They'll allow some scores, and they will also get their own. Clemson will cover the spread. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Jace on this one. Um, 
I think Clemson will probably win by 17 or 20 points. I think Miami will make it a really interesting game in the first half, and then uh, Clemson will start to pull away uh, probably later in the fourth quarter. But I, I think De'Ara King will make some plays on this defense, uh, and I think that you know I, I think that they're going to you know adjust by halftime. Clemson's defense is great, um, so I, I think that they'll be able to pull this game out late. Um, it's tough because I do like Miami. I think they're probably right behind uh, Notre Dame for the ACC, but I, I'm going to go Clemson. I am going to take Miami in this game because I do believe it's going to come down to the wire, and it may end up not even necessarily like a, a, a but like a ten point game. I think it'll be tight until late in the game. I think Miami will have a turnover, Clemson will have a score, and that'll put the game out of reach. Oh man, this is too hard. I mean, you got King as a quarterback. Uh, but Clemson is it's fully equipped to be in the playoffs, not so much for Miami. Miami still has to prove a lot. Until I'm convinced that Miami Hurricanes are for real, I got to give it up to Clemson. I'm taking the points. Maybe it's a 15-point game or more. Clemson. So, and then here we go. UTEP at Louisiana Tech. We, we, we talked about them earlier. Let me put his picks right there. Michael Robert Tipton, who is from El Paso. And he's definitely going for the Miners on this one. I'm on the bad wagon. I'm with you, buddy. I'll go for UTIP, too. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll go UTIP as well. <laughs> only, thing I've seen, only thing I've seen from Louisiana Tech is them getting steamrolled by the BYU Cougars. So, uh, yeah, I'll go, I'll go UTIP. Yeah, I'll, I'll go UTEP as well. I love Mike. I was actually his instructor at the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. And uh, just because I want to be the villain here, I'm going to take Tech. <laughs> You're such an ass, man. Such an ass. No support from Mike, man. I love Mike. I said before, I threw a shout out to just the tip. Yeah, just a tip, right? Just a little tip. <laughs> 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 Pittsburgh at Boston I know that didn't sound right, but never mind. Boston, uh, Pittsburgh at Boston College. Who you got, Jace? Uh, I got Pittsburgh. I, I really like their uh, quarterback, Kenny Pickett. Uh, sucks that they lost a close one with NC State last week. I think they bounced back uh, in Boston. I'm going with Boston College on this one. Um, I like their defense a lot. I picked them to cover last week uh, versus UNC, and they got the job done. So I'm going to take it even further this week uh, for them to win outright. I'm going to pick them at home um, against Pitt. Probably Jay said Pitt had the, the rough loss, but I, I think that they're going to lose again this week. Sounds like a Boston guy. Pittsburgh's going to go to BC and light them up. Yeah, no I'm not a Boston for guy. Boston College. Yeah, you are. I'm just a Sox fan. You're soft for Boston. Don't lie. <laughs> only only soft in the for Boston. <laughs> I hate well, Boston other than the Red Sox. Major League Baseball is over. The playoffs are on, and sadly to say, the Red Sox are not there. But, hey, that's for another topic for another show. But Pittsburgh and Boston College, I'm definitely picking Boston College. Pittsburgh just got taken out of the top 25. Another Boston guy. You guys are weak like that. You don't really like Boston College. Cut that out. <laughs> and you don't like Pittsburgh. So it's there like, you go. Pick them with Pittsburgh. What are you talking about? Yeah. And we got Florida State at Notre Dame. Notre Dame points. Florida State is garbage. 
Yeah, this this one's easy. Florida State has been um, an absolute train wreck. Uh, Notre Dame probably by 35, maybe I'll, more. I'll actually spot you 35 and still take Notre Dame. So let me ask you this. Who scores higher, Notre Dame or BYU? BYU. <laughs> so I might go Notre Dame, Notre Dame might, honestly. I like it. Yeah. I, well, definitely I'm going for Notre Dame in this one. Florida State is just, they're lost. They don't know what's going on. Uh, and now we'll go ahead to our picks here. Uh, we'll start with Jace. He actually picked Mississippi State at Kentucky. Who's your winner? Mississippi State's going to win. And whenever Mike Leach is coaching a football game, you take the over. Uh, Kentucky's got a solid offense, too. Uh, you got the air raid from Mississippi State, Mike Leach, Mississippi State, and KJ Costello over all the way here. All right. LSU at Missouri. And that is you, Joe. Well, I'm going to take the under in this football game. Um, since the game was moved, I feel like uh, things are a little bit off. LSU, uh, I don't know. I just don't feel like they're uh, obviously as good as advertised. I'm going to take the under here. You take the under and your I'm winner is? LSU in a nail biter, like a, like a 24-20. All right. And we got NC State at Virginia. The uh, odds are 63 and a half. Uh, that's definitely Sean. Yes, that is me. I'm going to go with Virginia um, at home. They had a good showing against Clemson last week, at, at least for the first half, uh, showing a little bit of fight. So I like Virginia a lot. And uh, both these teams score a lot of points. Um, 63 and a half is a lot, but I will go with the over. I think it will be a high scoring game. Um, I think Virginia is going to put up a lot of points on them. I think NC State will hang around for a little bit. So it's a high number, but I'm going with the over. And Virginia. All right. And myself, I have Duke at Syracuse. It's 48.5. Oh, man, this is so easy, right? That's what, that's what Jay says. I'm taking Duke, and I'm going over 40, 48 and a half on this game. Everybody concurs with me on this one? I would take the under here. I like you think? Well, yeah, like Duke wins forty-five to three. <laughs> like twenty-one. <laughs> you know what? I would definitely start throwing shit at my TV. <laughs> Can you believe if you bet in right there and you lose by point five? Yeah. I mean, really? It's happening. It's happening. Yeah. Believe me. <laughs> Plenty of times. You're like that half point, you son of a. <laughs> you caught by the hook? There's a reason they, they do the half point. I mean, I, I can't even tell you how many times in my life, at least, where uh, the, that half point, that one is even a half point in football, but whatever it is, boy, it saves Vegas all the time. Yeah, it does. Most definitely. Or at least my bookie. <laughs> well, well, hey, that wraps up the show. Joe, your final words on this segment. Well, look, in a season of uncertainty, it's been business as usual in college football. The non-power conferences will be shut out of the playoffs unless BYU goes undefeated. But even then, probably not. And Trevor Lawrence will probably win the Heisman. 
And college football would do whatever they can to get you the Clemson-Ohio State football game that they desire. Because big schools matter, and little schools only matter to make the big schools matter. And as long as the NCAA won't acknowledge this problem, well, they're never going to fix it. It's going to be a wild slate of games, but unfortunately, I think you can expect more of the same in college football. So enjoy it, especially those small conference, uh, the smaller conference games. Uh, all these guys out there playing their hearts out, and it's a shame that they're are so many teams out there that literally from day one don't even have a chance but as they say in college football it is what it is thanks so much for watching all four down to clovercrest media group presentation for obi munez sean scanlon and uh, jace garcia i'm joe mcguire we'll catch you next week on all four dials